Mental health can be a difficult topic to talk about. I'd like to change that. I'm Marcus Pibworth and welcome to the Ministry of Change podcast. Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well. Sorry for the delay since the last podcast. Uh, February was a bit of a nightmare. It started with the funeral of my granddad who died earlier in the year and it ended with a snowstorm that meant I had to cancel a lot of my plans And during that month, I just felt under a lot of stress to get things done and to move on to the next stage. And and I just began to get really lost inside of my anxiety. It all just started to feel too much. So I had to stop and reassess things. So I took a step back to breathe. And then the beginning of March was very much just about slowing down and trying to find balance. Uh, But then at the end of the month, uh, I had the opportunity to go to Portugal for a retreat organised by two of my friends Henrietta Yadin and Rick Turner, which was very appropriately a slow working retreat. They focused on just that. It focused on slowing down and sort of reassessing our priorities. Well, like what a week. It was just what I needed. Uh, anyway, so on this podcast, I chatted with Rick at his flat in Lisbon uh, the day after we got back from the retreat. This was our second attempt as we'd tried to record an alfresco podcast in the Portuguese countryside a few days earlier, but we were drowned out by the sound of frogs and dogs. I really never knew that frogs could be so noisy. Um, Aside from helping his partner Hen organise slow working, oh yeah, and I will be releasing a podcast with Hen on the subject of slow working in the near future, um, Rick's also the founder of HAPS, which is uh, a startup that focuses on well-being through nutrition. And as their strap line goes, it's a super fruits powder to feed your happy. So a, a drink supplement that really helps sort of stabilise your mood. Um, it's got lots of lovely things in it. Um, Rick and I chatted about slowing down and how to avoid burnout at work. And it's a topic that keeps on coming up as I talk to people about their mental health. Uh, If you listen to podcast number two, you'll remember my chat with James from Sanctus, which was on a a similar topic about about sort of workplace culture in relation to mental health. And yes, burnout is just so prevalent. Uh, The pressure to work hard and fast uh, is just part of our culture and people feel like they have no other option than to work long hours and constantly strive for growth at high speed. Um, well, anyway, I'll let you listen to the podcast with Rick, and um, then I'll yeah, come back in the end at the end and speak a little bit more. Okay, enjoy. slowing down um well i think slowing down's important because we live in a very fast-paced culture particularly at work where it's a badge of honor to work all hours work hard play hard um and i i've done that for years and it led to severe burnout which wasn't good for my health my mental health or my physical health my relationship suffered um and so i think it's important to to know when to slow down so that you can recover, basically. Why do you think people find it so hard to sort of slow down? I think it's the the kind of the pressure to to move quickly, to learn fast, to grow fast, to you know hit that target, get that pay rise. You know, you want to get that go on that holiday and 
and the, the kind of the, the status i think it's part of our you know evolutionary like heritage that we want to have kind of status and for that we need to be keeping one step ahead and you know part of, part of the race the rat race so i think all of these a lot of the language as well as around speed so i think people feel a pressure to to kind of work really hard and go all out and quite often they sacrifice a lot for that what do you mean the language around speed what sort of language? so things like uh, move fast and break things or you know fast company it's all about growth and um yeah fail fast it's lo lots of it is is around kind of speed yeah um and yeah working hard play hard it's and uh, yeah i think i think that increasingly leads to people feeling pressured to to succeed and also the definitions of success you know it's come particularly in the startup world and tech scene if a company hasn't has you know like 10 times growth it's not considered a, a success so it's people always look at want to be the next facebook or airbnb or you know crazy exponential growth whereas actually why it's okay just to you know earn a living and <laughs> yeah then yeah, try and have a good impact on your customers or your audience like why does it need to be disruptive which is uh yeah so i'm just trying to to go at a pace that you know still still is progressing but doesn't sacrifice my own personal health and the people around me yeah so can you tell me a little bit about um so how exactly did you get to this point so what was your experience with work um so i worked for a digital marketing agency and um it was a really great company that that focused a lot on health and well-being so i was really lucky in that respect um, but it's still quite a fast-paced environment um and there was a particular period where I was kind of working all hours during the week, commuting up to London every day because that's where my, my main client was. Um, and then I had lots of um, external issues as well. So some problems with the family and that I wasn't really properly dealing with. So I was trying to distract myself by just keeping really busy. So I, yeah, just, and I wasn't really dealing with the underlying emotions and, and things that I should have been. And so I just, yeah, I, work was a kind of escape all that and then partying at the weekend so I just like work super hard all week like re really long hours and then just like party all weekend and then just do start again on the Monday and it was just yeah. quite a vicious cycle um, and that just didn't really help I kind of carried on like that for a while and my health severely suffered and I started having um, so I had, well actually I, when I had a few panic attacks I realized like something needs to change that kind of like physical response I realized like this is I can't keep on like this um, so I really kind of hit rock bottom um, and that's when I decided to start focusing on my well-being so luckily like I said the, the company I worked for um, even though I was working like really hard the pressure wasn't from them it was my own it was me putting pressure on myself to work that hard and so I, um, I spoke to, to one of the founders Jack um, went out to see him in the in the mountains in Dream Valley in in the French Alps and we he basically has some really good advice. I just said, stop working as hard, which was yeah. quite refreshing when your employer tells you to not work as hard, which is quite, I think is quite unusual. But um, yeah, he said, focus more on your well-being. Um, and so after that, I, I really made a point of, you know, not working long hours. I, I made sure I'd, um, you know, not stay in the office late. I'd just work the normal working hours. And 
Um, and that, that freed up lots of time to focus on other aspects of my, my health. So I got really into nutrition. I'd done a nutrition course a few years before. So I started eating really well, exercising, started mindfulness um, and yeah, and had more time to spend with friends and family because I wasn't working as hard. Um, and so all of these things, it's kind of just started to snowball and I found that um, I just, yeah, my, my physical and mental health improved dramatically. Um, but also my work dramatically improved, which was, uh, that was, that was the surprising thing. I thought, well, of course, if I focus on my well-being, my well-being will improve. But I was really, I was really surprised how much my work improved, even though I was pretty working like, you know, like half the number of hours that I had been when I was super busy. Um, I was just having better ideas, being more creative. Um, and so that, yeah, that was something that, um, yeah, that really made me think, okay, why? Why are more people doing this? Why is everyone working so hard? Do you think that's what it is? Do you think that's it, it's like a fear of if I stop, I, like firstly a fear of I don't know what will happen, but then also a fear of like I won't get enough done, I won't do this. But yeah. I think really like maybe like the biggest fear that I see in people is the fear of actually like what will emerge. <laughs> like, yeah, I think. Well, I think part of it is because it's in the in the in the moment it's um like if you're busy if you feel like you're doing stuff you know it's only when you kind of have that lo- that perspective of okay hang on did i actually you know create much value in what i was doing but if you if you're busy you feel oh, okay i'm i'm doing stuff you know and it's and particularly to other people as well so the perception i think that's yeah. really important um if you know if 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 you always look busy People were like, oh, you know, he's working really hard. Oh, he must be doing really well. Um, and you, you, it's very hard to to make the, the value that you're creating as visible. It's very easy to be visibly busy. But if if you spend your time, you know, just kind of uh, yeah, going at a slower pace, you might have much better ideas, but that won't be as... It's harder to measure. I think the value that you create is harder to measure. Whereas, you know being in the office for long hours that's an easy to measure yeah. signal that you're working really hard and so that's I think it's a lot of it's around the measurement and the way we show the value that we're creating at a company um yeah obviously I think that's that's starting to change but I think that's one of the biggest reasons is that it's easy to to show I'm working hard because look at these long hours I'm putting in and but working really hard and creating something of value are actually yeah. very different things yes yeah and I guess I found that after I'd slowed down um I just had I think it's because I had more headspace and time to to think creatively and I, I was rather than just like doing lots of things I was I had the time to think about actually is there a better way of doing this is there a more efficient way of doing this or is there like is this even the right thing should we be focusing more on this and so coming up with better strategies um which yeah in in my I was a strategist at the time so that was very important <laughs> yeah so when you had that when you when you managed to create that space what what sort of things came out of that um what do you think you mean work wise or work-wise just in general in general um so I th- yeah I think the the main thing was my 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 mental health dramatically improved yeah. so I I didn't feel as miserable and kind of trapped I didn't feel stuck in this uh I don't know I yeah I I, th- I just got a lot more optimistic and confident as well um and sociable um I yeah I found myself 
having the time to to connect with my family more and my friends and um yeah i just i just felt a lot happier i think that was the the main thing um and so that i started to kind of kind of yeah sharing this with people and recommending it and that's when i really wanted to focus on i saw, I saw so many of my friends still in that kind of busy trap of being like hating their work and being miserable and what they're doing and just and just kind of burying it by keeping super busy and working really hard to try and earn that money and then basically just yeah the whole year just looking forward to a holiday um and that was like kind of the main focus and goal it's just like right i can get away from this soon and go on holiday so i um yeah i wanted to try and then focus on creating a life that I didn't need to escape from rather than <laughs> Yeah. yeah, working really hard and then having the occasional break. And what does that life look like? Uh, well, so so now I've um, so I spent the last couple of years. So since quitting the the agency job, I spent the last two years exploring different ways of living and working. Um, and I I get quite bad seasonal affective disorder. I get quite miserable in the winter. So one of the things for me has been a warmer climate. So last year um, I experimented while traveling around Asia, going to various co-working spaces and retreats and communal permaculture farms and lots of different, um, yeah, basically just testing out lots of different ways of living and working and finding the right balance. Um, and now I'm moved to Lisbon for a slightly warmer climate, <laughs> um, but yet still a kind of global hub of activity. And so I feel I can still kind of grow and progress and, and be connected as I want to, um, but with a, a slightly slower pace um and higher quality of life good well i've been out here for the last week exploring lisbon with you and mm. uh, tell me a little bit been about very what, fun tell me about what, what we did in this this week so we've just finished our first slow working week and it was on a beautiful eco farm about 40 minutes out of the center of lisbon in sintra so um yeah in beautiful countryside surrounded by animals so um yeah Lots of kind of frogs riveting and yeah. dogs barking, hence the... Yeah, this is our second this attempt the need for the re-record. Recording this, because the last one we were drowned out by frogs, <laughs> yeah. and, frogs and dogs. But it was, yes, yeah, so basically just a, a, a nice a, a week in a, a beautiful location with with really interesting people who are uh, a very supportive group. And so the, the, aim, the aim for the week was to get a, um, yeah, an inspiring group of people together to kind of connect on a on a deeper level and um and kind of support each other and help um yeah help people kind of either get clarity on what they needed or some people just needed rest because they were super busy and it was just about getting them out of their normal environment and into nature um, and from that you know having better ideas or or better prioritization or focus or it might just be to recharge so that when people get back to work they can kind of hit the ground running so I'm feeling super energized this week and and looking forward to, you know, rather than oh, I've got all these things to do like this week, I'm like, I've got loads of stuff I want to do. It's like I feel yeah. super energized from from a nice week with with great people and lots of ideas from the week that I want to now get cracking with. Yeah, that's what I found from this week. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, we definitely had the chance to slow down, to meet uh, lots of like really inspiring people eat loads of great food mm. we even had the chance to go surfing at one point yeah and, um, but like all the time sort of ideas around sort of work and conversations around what we could do were like were percolating in the background and I feel like I had a great amount of time and space to sort of just be and not worry too much about sort of the daily routines and the 
and the, the usual things that sort of can stress me out in life and now yeah I feel the same as you I've got I feel like I'm gonna go back to the UK and I've got like a much yeah much sharper focus I've like managed to strip back a lot of like the sort of unnecessary things I think I was doing and find sort of reconnect back to sort of the original purpose of yeah my project and I, yeah I think I feel refreshed and uh I'm just not looking forward to the fact that it's probably not going to be as nice weather. Yeah, in the it's, UK. it's blazing hot sunshine here at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think that's a very good point. So one one of the things that um, I think is really important is that is that focus because when I when I get busy and you kind of get lost in the in like when you're inside it, it's very hard to kind of have the perspective of 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 what you're actually doing. You're just kind of just busy doing stuff, and I find by having this 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 break and this the well, this kind of so working week even though there was lots of intentions to 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 do some work and create um i feel the the biggest benefit for me is is kind of reprioritizing yeah. and then when i get back and be like well actually there's no point focusing like trying to do those to-do lists that's not going to have the impact that these things will have and and just kind of yeah and then i go back with much more focus and then just i think this week i'll probably get more work done than I would do a month of being busy yeah. um so it's yeah it's that idea of rather than it's it's not about time efficiency it's about the actual value that you create particularly I think with um the increasing like you know the way the the mods the future of work is going there's all these kind of the headlines of you know uh robots are going to be taking over all our jobs and but I, th- I, th- I think the need for creativity and kind of compassion and empathy are our biggest assets um these days and those things um don't you know don't match well with being stressed and busy and, and yeah so yeah. i think creating that space is gonna increasingly help the the need for creative empathetic work yeah i'm really interested in that concept of uh, sort of efficiency and how everything seems to be driven by efficiency we need to sort of become more efficient and there's a lot of sort of tech solutions of how to sort of be more efficient and uh yeah and but there comes a point where i think like what what's the point yeah of efficiency because are we becoming more efficient to have more time to focus on the stuff we want to do or are we becoming more efficient so we can have more time to do more things which we then yes. need to streamline become more efficient and so actually we get less and less time and i think that's why something like slow working really appealed to me because actually part of that efficiency i think can be just stopping and slowing down and yeah and actually like by doing something slower like weirdly like that becomes like a more efficient way of getting uh, a healthier balance in life uh, Mm. and and maybe sort of getting down into something deeper than sort of just the possessions that yeah like that thing the like quest for a nice holiday the like like the the sort of superficial things which are really sort of when you look into them yeah quite unimportant and I think I think that um, that's quest for like productivity and efficiency as well. It's kind of it comes from our like the history of work and how you know we've seen that did make sense in the industrial revolution and when it was like I think our minds have been have been very focused on being rational and how can we tweak the machine. We basically treat like the same way we we try and make machines more efficient we've kind of just translated that to humans and trying to make humans like the machines. So how can we make some tweaks here and to make them more yeah. productive and more efficient? But I don't think that applies really to humans. Yeah. Really. It's, it's like the humans are now the new machine that we're trying to tinker in the factory and that 
don't think that works. Right. When efficiency starts ruining your life, yeah. it's probably <laughs> yeah. time to re reanalyze or reframe maybe. I mentioned it, but earlier the you know the move fast and break things like that works if you're developing software and you want to you know break it and work out the bugs and then fix that. But then people apply that to you know definitions of success and you need we need to be moving fast. But as humans, we shouldn't. You don't want to try and break people. Yeah. You know. So that's yeah. I think a lot of these things that have been applied to to work in terms of machines or software are also being a tried. Yeah, try to be applied to humans and it just doesn't fit. Yeah. Move slow and don't break yourself. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what 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 would your um what would your definition of success be now? Um my definition of success would be to to create value and, and to help people, whether that's your you know, the people around you and your friends and family or your customers or your audience, to you know, actually create value in some way. That doesn't um, that doesn't harm humanity or society, um, and also that doesn't harm yourself. So my definition of success is to to help people create some kind of value without destroying, you know, either the planet or myself or the people around you. <laughs> that's my, so that's my definition. So the, the last the last year um, working on Haps, it's not been a success from a traditional business startup perspective of like rapid financial growth. But yet we're helping the customers that, you know, that we've got so far um, and we're still getting, you know, five star reviews and messages of um, yeah, people appreciating the product. Um, and I've I've taken time out when I've needed to, when I've had um, yeah, things in my personal life that I've needed to deal with. So um, I had some, yeah, some issues with, with my family over the last six months that I just needed to take some time out and, and focus on that. And so I completely stopped working on hats for about six months or so. Um, so, and that's one of the reasons it hasn't grown as quickly as it could have, but I'm quite happy with the past year, even though it hasn't, you know, hit the targets that I personally set. Um, I have managed to still continue, you know, um, working on the business or stopping working on the business without sacrificing my own kind of mental health. So for that, for, for me, that is a successful year. Um, we're, it's still going, it's still helping people. And I have not, um, yeah, massively struggled because I'm trying to do too much. So that, that for me is a great year. Thanks to Rick for taking the time to record this interview. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about Rick's startup, Haps, then check out uh, the website www.wearehaps.com. And to find out more about Hen and Rick's slow working project, go to their site, which is slow, so that's S L O hyphen working dot strikingly dot com. So slow working dot strikingly dot com. Uh, to follow my mental health journey around the UK, visit my website, which is the ministry of change dot org, and make sure you listen to my other podcast episodes. And if you like it, please do rate it and share it with your friends and please do get in touch if you if you're doing something that you think could be of interest to me as i'd love to drive my ministry of change bus to you and explore the mental health theme around your area um so to finish off i think i'll just play a snippet of the first recording attempt so this is rick sharing his top tips with you over a cacophony of frogs and dogs um so it would just be stop 
if if something's wrong just stop stop what you're doing take some time out and um, whether that's like you know a holiday or a retreat or just try and slow down get out of your normal environments um, and ask for support so be okay like try and, and even if it's you know a taboo subject be open and honest with how you're feeling both with your work and but also your close friends and family because I think that human connection is is the, the biggest thing that can, can help people uh, there's lots of other things you know mindfulness and nutrition and all these other alternate things but but people and human connection is is definitely the most important thing so just talk to people about it and be open and honest great thank you well we're being uh, welcomed by the dogs and the frogs and the people so i think it's time to stop this and go and enjoy our barbecues great thanks rick cool cheers